Welcome to the Fantasy Aceball Podcast. This is your host, Tim Kanak. You can find me on Twitter at Fantasy Aceball. And you can find a written word over on Friends with Fantasy Benefits if you want to follow along in writing. This is going to be a bit of a shorty because I have a baby shower this weekend and I'm moving next week. Probably won't get a podcast out next week because I'm going to be moving. We'll see on this long three-day weekend. If you don't hear from me, enjoy your Labor Day weekend. And now let's get into the roster notes. As of Saturday, 827, this pod's coming out on Sunday, though, 828. Hopefully you can listen to it before your waiver deadlines tonight. Chicago White Sox, interestingly, looks like Andrew Vaughn is now leading off. I do not know when TLR became a Sabre guy, but someone is uh, smart over there now. (laughs) Um, Detroit Tigers. They have uh, Akil Badu has been a little bit hot the last week or so. Something to note. Houston Astros. Christian Javier is back in the bullpen with McCullers back in the rotation. And Alex Bregman is hot like 2019. Kansas City Royals. Drew Waters is up and starting with the big league club. Los Angeles Angels. I uh, got Moreno selling the team after ruining it. That's great. Minnesota Twins. And also, I think he's trying to ruin two future Hall of Famers, like, careers and champs at uh, World Series at the same time. Uh, but Otani, I do not expect to resign that. I think that's, like, near impossible at this point. Minnesota Twins. How did Aaron Sanchez get back to the majors? I don't know if there's been a team with more injuries this year than the Twins. If you look at their log of injuries, it's, like, a mile long. New York Yankees, about the time Yanks got Benintendi into the leadoff role, he's leading off, and Clark Schmidt is also in the rotation. Ron Marinaccio, um, you should probably be the closer. Oakland A's, Billy Bean, um, must play in some super deep two-catcher leagues because dude's got Langleyers and Murphy hitting second and third. Seattle Mariners, J-Rod's contract, if you haven't seen that thing yet, that's pretty confusing. Probably something I would do in OTP. If I could do 20-year contracts with all the opt-outs and all that good stuff. Good move for both sides, though, long-term, as long as he doesn't start hanging out with Fernando Tatis Jr. Texas Rangers. Looks like Dallas Keuchel is trying to beat Edwin Jackson's record for most teams played for all time in one season. Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, Stone Garrett was hitting a ton. Then he stopped playing. Jake McCarthy has been good, though. He needs some steals. He's a good guy to go get. Talk about him a little bit later. Corbin Carroll, I don't know where he's going to play. Or are they going to move Varsha to catcher? Or what are they going to do when they get all these guys up? They have too many outfielders. Atlanta Braves, um, really depressed that I have zero Spencer Strider shares because this dude is a beast. Chicago Cubs, I think Brandon Hughes should get most of the saves chances moving forward. We'll talk a little more about him later. Um, it's definitely better than our own way, though. Cincinnati Reds. Um, Top three in the lineup sounds like an indie rock band. Fraley, India Farmer. Alexis Diaz is also worth owning on another note. And I didn't know this until like last week, but Alexis Diaz is Edwin Diaz's brother. Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, this rotation has changed so much since opening day. It's still pretty good. Bryce Harper is back for the Philadelphia Phillies, so get ready for Dong City. San Diego Padres. Um... Really, nothing to note. I mean, you got Will Myers here uh, doing some things. And you've got probably, maybe, 
Eggy Rosario will come up. I just don't. This team might not make the playoffs. There's a good chance that they don't. Uh, Philadelphia coming on and Harper coming back. and um, Brewers, if they start winning again, there's a chance Padres won't make the playoffs. San Francisco Giants. Rotation's been very good this year. And kind of a shame. Um, wasting that rotation. Rodon with his stellar season. Uh, I don't think he's going to be back next year. He's going to get a big deal. Carlos Rodon. Injury notes. Starting pitcher Justin Seal for the Cubs. Left his game Friday night with an apparent lower back injury. and Could hit the IL. Shortstop Trevor Story should return to the Red Sox next week after his rehab stint. Ryan Presley, closer for the Astros, hit the IL with neck spasms. He's expected to miss at least a couple of weeks in an attempt to get healthy before the playoffs. Our boy Vinny P got hurt right when he was getting hot. And he'll be missing at least the minimum stay on the IL. Which actually might be a good thing. For those of us who want to buy him next year in redraft. Walker Bueller, um, Tommy John, see you in 2024. Starting pitcher Trevor Rogers had a nice start last time out in AAA and could be back in the big league rotation next week. Outfielder Jorge Soler with the Marlins is starting a rehab assignment, could be back in a couple of weeks. Braxton Garrett for the Marlins is probably out for this season, unfortunately, after a um, really nice run here over the last couple of months. Starting pitcher Aaron Ashby for the Brewers hit the IL with shoulder inflammation. We don't really have a timeline yet for a return. Relief pitcher Sir Anthony Dominguez, closer for the Phillies lately, hit the IL with triceps tendonitis. We don't really know if he'll be back yet either. Jack Flaherty with the Cardinals is probably a couple of rehab starts away from returning to the rotation and probably will take Dakota Hudson's spot. Also, Steven Matz is going to be returning to the Cardinals in a bullpen role to finish out the season after the Cardinals added uh, Jordan Montgomery and Quintana at the trade deadline. And shortstop Wander Franco is still not rehabbing. Now let's get into our top 10 standard waiver ads. Number one, outfielder Lars Newbar. Newbar's taken that right field job in St. Louis, and since that time, since July 1st, Newt has been hitting 310, 438, 584 with six homers and two steals. And he's hitting leadoff against righties. So that increases his shot of racking up counting stats. Number two, we have closer Alexis Diaz with the Reds. If you need a closer, look no further. Um, even though the Reds aren't going to have a lot of save ops since the All-Star break, Diaz has a 34.5% K-minus walk rate, three saves, and a 164 Sierra. So he's doing his best Edwin Diaz impression. Number three, outfielder Oscar Gonzalez. Oscar's incredibly underrated, and that's good news for next year. But since coming back from his injury on August 2nd, he's hitting 333, 350, 551 with an 11.7% barrel rate. Number four, starting pitcher Jose Quintana with the Cardinals. His last couple starts have not been the best, uh, but he still has a great defense behind him, and he's still solid and definitely worth owning in leagues where you need some starting pitching depth. Number five, starting pitcher Eduardo Rodriguez with the Tigers. Erod was pretty solid on his first start back. Um, I think he could be better than Katana the rest of the season, stuff-wise, but he doesn't have that same defense behind him, so that's why I have Katana ranked higher up, and also the durability. Number six, Nick Lodolo with the Reds. Lodolo has a 373 BABIP since July 1st, so he's been incredibly unlucky, and he's also still walking a lot of guys, um, which is why his back of the baseball card stats are not great. But he has a solid 17.2% K-minus walk rate and a 377 Sierra on the season, so I still think Lodolo is definitely worth owning in most leagues. Number seven, outfielder Jake McCarthy with the Diamondbacks being upgraded from the deep league. Adds to the standard league ads here. If you need saves, he's definitely worth getting. Since July 1st, he's got a 315, 384, 432 triple slash with a homer and nine steals. 
Number eight, starting pitcher Drew Smiley with the Cubs. He's been a beast since the All-Star break with an 18.4% K minus walk rate, 379 Sierra. So we're, those numbers are right on par with Lodolo, basically, except Smiley has like a one ERA. So it's fine to, hard to find starting pitchers in deep leagues. Smiley's putting up top 30 to 40 numbers over the last couple of months, so he's worth adding. Number nine, relief pitcher, maybe closer, Taylor Rogers with the Brewers. Looks like he might be splitting save chances with Devin Williams now. Seems to be uh, pitching good again. So it seems like he's back where he was at the beginning of the season. And number 10, starting pitcher Cade Cavalli with the Nationals, who came up for his first start. He did get rocked, but the underlying metrics were still good on the start. 17.4% K minus walk rate, 365 Sierra, after having a pretty strong season in AAA this year. Now the deep league ads. Number one, again, Andres Munoz with the Mariners. He's going to be on here until he reaches 50% ownership because he should be owned in every single Holds League. Should be owned in some leagues. Uh, probably 15-team leagues he's worth owning, even only saves-only leagues just for the ratios. Since, um, or actually on the entire year, he has a 169 here, a 338% uh, K-walk minus rate, and a 20.8% swing strike rate with three saves. So I think Munoz might be the best reliever in baseball. He's up there. Top five, definitely. Number two, we have outfielder Jake Fraley with the Reds. Fraley has taken over the leadoff spot for the Reds since Pham left. And playing in Great American Ballpark has been good for him. He has a 279-375, 544 slash line with five home runs since the 1st of August. Number three, we have catcher Shaylin Gleers with Athletics. Here in two-catcher league, then Gleers is definitely worth owning. He's got some nice power despite some swing and miss. And it's hard to get anything from the catcher position, especially K2. So go get Shaylin Gleers if you need a catcher. Number four, D.H. Albert Pujols. I never thought I'd have him on this list again, um, but he's aiming to get 700. He's on a tear right now. Since July 1st, he's hitting 364, 413, 737 with 10 homers. It's insane. Number five, outfielder Kerry Carpenter with the Tigers. He did have not the best week last week, but he started off with a couple homers the week before. I think with the power, he's worth owning as long as he's getting the PT in Detroit. Number six, starting pitcher Owensi with Contreras with the Pirates who has not been good um, in his starts bouncing up and down since July 1st. He's got a 6.8 K minus walk rate, pretty bad, and a 5.17 Sierra. I think, though, that he's going to bounce back. I believe in the skills. Um, and maybe just bouncing between AAA and the majors, mess with him a little bit. Number seven, starting pitcher Matt Manning with the Tigers. I don't know where this version of Matt Manning came from. We've been looking for this version of Matt Manning for two or three years now. Ever since he came up, he's finally getting guys to swing and miss. That is the key. Since 8-2, when he came back from his injury, he's got an average 14.5% K minus walk rate and 14 Sierra, but a 12.2% swinging strike rate. So I'd love to see that for Matt Manning. That means that there may be uh, an upswing here in what he can do. Number eight, relief pitcher Brandon Hughes with the Cubs, also potentially closer. He's got closure stuff, and he's been splitting saves with Rowan Wick. He has a 24.7 K minus walk rate and 257 Sierra versus Wick's 12.1% K minus walk rate and 381 Sierra. So Hughes definitely is the better pitcher and should be getting the saves, but we know how managers can be with closers. Number nine, third baseman, Evan Longoria with the Giants. Longoria's been mashing since returning from the IL on August 8th, hitting 286, 345, 71 with three homers. Number 10, outfielder Will Myers with the Padres. Since returning on August 1st, Myers has, has been hitting, if I can speak, 298, 349, 474 with two homers and a steal. It's not amazing, 
But if you're in a five outfielder league, that will definitely help stabilize the back end of that five fifth outfielder spot. Top 10 redraft prospects. Number one, Corbett Carroll, who is supposed to be coming up sometime this year, should be coming up once rosters expand, I would think. Number two, shortstop Gunnar Henderson. He might not come up uh, when rosters, right when rosters expand. Um, Carroll, too. I mean, they might only have him come up for a couple weeks. Right now, I'm estimating early September, but he could come up in, like, mid-September. Carroll and AAA this year. I'm still talking about Carroll. I'll go back to that in case you're confused. But Carroll in the year, 287, 408, 535 slash at AAA with seven homers and 11 steals. Um, he has 23 homers and 31 steals combined, cross double and triple A. Now, back to Gunnar Henderson. Um, it's the same thing. He might only get two weeks in. The reason why is because Carroll might only get two weeks in and then come up right at the beginning of the season if they want to hit those rewards. Um, I don't really know if that would affect his contract status coming in two weeks or if it's better to just bring him up now and get him four weeks. In. I don't really know how that works. The Orioles, it's all going to depend for Gunner on if they think Gunner's going to help them make the playoffs. So right now, I think Gunner is like a bigger lefty version of Alex Bregman. Um, he is in a little bit of a slump at AAA, though. His batting line has been down about 10 points across the board on his triple slash over the last week with a 274, 382, 490 triple slash. And on the season, he has 19 homers and 20 steals across double and triple A. Number three, Josh Young with the Rangers. <clears throat> I have him coming up in mid-September. I think they're going to want him to get some more time in triple A. But I do think he's going to come up for the end of the season because he should be the starting third baseman going into next year for the Rangers. He's hitting 300, 354, 683 with six homers and a steal at triple A this season. And he's only been there for a couple of, weeks, couple of weeks, so have that in mind. Number four, catcher Bo Naylor with the Guardians. This guy could come up any day now. I'm expecting when rosters expand, uh, he'll be the first guy up because catcher is their worst position. They already have his brother on the team, so that can help him integrate. And his lines in the minors are ridiculous. Double A this year, 271, 427, 471. And triple A, 263, 383, 491. He has 14 homers and 18 steals on the season. Fine. Number five, third baseman Miguel Vargas with the Dodgers. He's already been up. So they've already opened up that line. He's already on the 40-man. I expect Vargas to come up at roster expansion. Now, as far as how much playing time he did, I don't know. But he's got a 287-380-42 line with 15 homers and 13 steals on the season. Number six, starting pitcher Cody Morris with the Guardians. Um, I've got Morris coming up in early September. I think as soon as they show he's healthy, probably one or two more rehab starts in AAA. He should be up at the big league club. Now, will he be a starter or will he be a reliever? He should be a starter. But um, with the injuries this year, I think it's a chance he could be a reliever. But he should be a starter because he deserves to be in the rotation. And you want to get him as many innings as you can um, going into next year because he has been hurt a lot of the year. Uh, so in AAA this year, he's got 13 to third inning pitch, 38.5 K minus walk rate, 270 ERA, and .83 whip. Number seven, Ken Waldachuk, the prize of the Frankie Montes trade. I think he's up once rosters expand. Uh, could be wrong. He hasn't uh, broken into the majors yet, so they may wait till next year. It's all going to depend on if they want to try to run him out there and see if he can get some of these awards or if they want to just play the service time game because the ace 
really don't have much to play for this year or next year. Um, but in AAA with the A's and AAA with the Yankees, he's pitched about 65 innings, 66 innings, with a 22.8% K-minus walk rate across the board, low threes ERA, and a low one-two whip. Number eight, we have second baseman, third baseman Spencer Steer with the Reds. Um, he's been mashing since coming to the Reds. I was mashing in double-A earlier on the season. He has 23 homers and four steals. And his line since coming to the Reds is 301, 389, 470. I think that they might as well bring him up. Um, I mean, you don't need to play Mike Moustakis. You had Spencer Steer in there, who's basically Mike Moustakis anyway, and he's going to be probably a starter for this team next year, so might as well get some TP now. Number nine, Taj Bradley with the Rays. I think the Rays are going to do those Rays things, even though Bradley has been bad in AAA. I think the Rays are going to do those Rays things, though, and they're going to bring them up at the very end of the year to help teams down the stretch run if they're competitive. If they're not going to make the playoffs, then they might not do that. But if they're looking like a playoff team and they want to get some additional pitching depth, they did that with the plan hand, they did that with Boz, so we'll see what they do. Number 10, after the Dominic Clutch with the Diamondbacks. So another outfielder for the Diamondbacks. I know we're going to play all these guys, but in double-A AA and triple-A this year, this guy is um, – He's, got, he's a good hitter, good contact hitter, uh, good plate discipline. Not a lot of power. 11 homers and 8 steals on the season, so not a ton of power or speed. But this is a guy who in the minors, uh, in AAA, his line this year is 305, 382, 471. So they should get him some PT. It's just what are they going to do when they have Alec Thomas, Dominic Fletcher, Corbin Carroll, Dalton Barshow, Jake McCarthy, Stone Garrett. All these guys are outfielders. Not to mention... They've got Drew Jones in their system, outfielder, Christian Robinson in their system, outfielder. Like, what are they going to do with all these outfielders? they got to move some guys around, I think, figure out what they can do. Honorable mention, we have starting pitcher D.L. Hall, who should be coming back to the Beavers sometime in the near future, probably a roster expansion. Alec Burleson of the Cardinals might come up, might not. Um, I don't expect him to get much playing time if he does come up, because Newpar has been awesome lately. O'Neal has been starting to get hot. Um, so where it's going to be a play if he does come up. And Dickerson's been hot, too. Uh, and Manuel Valdez with the Red Sox. Um, Half Jared Klenick with the Mariners. First baseman, Tristan Casas with the Red Sox. Second, third baseman, Eggy Rosario with the Padres. First baseman, Matt Murphy with the Cubs. Half-fielder, Pedro Leon with the Astros. And starting pitcher, Jason Rodriguez with the Orioles. Those are the guys that I still see coming up. Um, and also, outfielder Garrett Mitchell was just called up, who was a top prospect about a year ago. Had a really rough, rough year last year. And then this year, he's been playing very well at AAA. He just got called up on the Brewers. So keep an eye on Garrett Mitchell as a deep league ad with the Brewers. Outfielder, former top prospect. Deep look, we don't have one this week. Like I said, we're keeping it short because of the baby shower. And moves I made this week, which is the last thing we're going to talk about. In the CBS Memorial Magazine League, I added Corbin Carroll and Bo Naylor for Nolan Jones and Nick Gordon. Trying to get some of these uh, guys before the call-ups here. TGFBI, I added Jake McCarthy for $5, dropping the Del Vargas. I added Kerry Carpenter for $3, dropping Brandon Bell. And I owed it, added Jose Quijada <clears throat> with the Angels, the closer there, dropping AJ Puck. In my Dynasty 12-team home league, I added IL Stranthy Dominguez, dropping Max Meyer. Um, so I think Stranthy might be able to help me this year. I added Brandon Hughes for Hector Neris. And I added Oscar Gonzalez for Michael Massey. In my international 20-team league, I dropped Stone Garrett for Ron Marinaccio after Ryan Presley hit the IL. And then 
in my Atanu 12-team league. Put in uh, a bunch of bids down. I got a couple guys. I got uh, Kyle Manzardo for $1. And I got uh, Zach Giloff for a dollar. So a couple guys that I'm expecting to help my team next year. Um, and if you, want, you don't know who those guys, those guys are, you can listen to my podcast last week or look up my uh, article last week on Friends Fantasy Benefits. You can see our top 100 uh, prospect rankings. And thanks for listening. I appreciate it. See you next time. Uh, please review me. And if you want to check out the written work, you know where to go, Friends Fantasy Benefits. And you can find me on Twitter, at Fantasy Ace Ball. Thanks. Peace.